this text. You know, zero gravity will allow for the creation of a pizza with toppings on both sides. Ooh, wait a minute. That sounds appealing. I'm doing the intermittent fasting thing. It's going quite nicely. Congratulations. Yeah, it works. I mean, I hope it works. It works in the short term. Oh, I'm sure it works. Uh, I don't doubt that it works. It's, yeah, it's I just like a lot this, of these. Can you can you keep doing it? Yeah, I hope the science that they're claiming is accurate. I've been, I, we, uh, humanity, has been misled so many times um, by, you know, these crazes in diet and how to maintain a healthy weight. Um, this one sounds like it makes sense. Um, but as a skeptical man, there's part of me that thinks, yeah. oh, boy. This is what you do. You get one of the machines you stand on with the band that goes around you. It shakes you. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. There you Every go. day I spend about an hour on that thing getting right. shaken back and forth. Like, good enough for your granddad. Good enough for you. God, I love those videos from the 50s or whenever they are. Like a whole a whole giant room full of mostly women standing on those things being shaken by rubber bands. And I guarantee you the doctor who sold that crap to them sounded every bit as believable as anything you're believing today. Yeah, he had a really reasonable explanation yeah. for why that worked. You know, prehistoric man sh- got shaken more riding masts down around. <laughs> I'm shocked that we have survived as a species when I go back and look at some of these things. Like the whole smoking on airplanes thing. It's like, how did we make it through that? We're designed to ride camels through the desert and so the sh- Shaking is replicating <laughs> something. Oh, okay, okay. Um, sorry, I uh, I was distracted by a little clickbait. Uh, coming up, the at what age men and women consider themselves officially an adult? And speaking of adult women, I was just trying to figure out what this abnormally large pair of breasts was trying to sell me. It appears to be a whiskey as opposed to this pair of very large breasts that would like me to look at pictures through history, and this set of very, very large breasts that wants me to, for some reason, check out uh, college football predictions. I'm not sure which team possesses those breasts and how they will be helped by them. Perhaps they are breastfeeding the players for better bone (laughs) density. But at any rate, we'll get on to the adulthood thing sooner or later. Hey, listen, uh, first, though... It's time to take a fond look back at the week that was. It's a Friday tradition. It's Cow Clips of the Week. What? I've always liked American wines better than French wines. This is the most money a kid's ever gotten to play video games that wasn't on Michael Jackson's lap. What the hell? We should just take all this down. How about the 35 million Americans who work who are one illness away from financial bankruptcy? Talk to them. Focus on them. They're going to vote. We cannot let the bastard that did this tear us down. Right now, it will be Sleepy Joe, I think. Um, I feel he'll limp across the line. <laughs> yada, yada, yada. Dark psychic force of the collectivized hatred. You're wrong. I wrote the damn bill. This is an example of wish list economics. We will tax the hell out of the wealthy. Gozy on me, kid. And the opposite of Donald Trump is an Asian man who likes masks. <laughs> You're dipping into the Kool-Aid, and you don't even know the flavor. 
So the first thing that I'm going to do when I'm president is I'm going to Clorox the Oval Office. What's wrong with you people? Who is advising you? Um, I find Cory Booker hard to take. Well, there's, I was, there's I was thinking I find Kirsten Gillibrand hard to take. Oh, I, I've always found her hard to take. There's yeah. several. There's several people that you know I could I could perfectly hang around and and uh, and like enough and everything. But trade ideas, etc. Yeah, God, I had to. It was a funny thing. Well, you're looking for that. Can I mention this? Sure. That boo, boo, the kid who won a couple million in that uh, video gaming contest. His, uh, his parents say they're really proud of him for the hard work he put in, six hours a day, playing that game. Six hours a day, every day, playing that dang game. And it paid off. <laughs> Just as it will for your child, if your child has the sort of luck that the lottery winner has. And everybody else who bought a ticket is grumbling and shuffling their feet. But your child will be the one. Well, there's plenty of people playing basketball and baseball and all sort of stuff with those odds. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I suppose you'd make the argument that that exercise, maybe that's an argument. I don't know. Yeah, there's there's been that there's real life applications to the things from from team sports that you can use. And while I think there are those for video games, they're just less obvious. Uh-huh. Um, I think video game players will be the future pilots. Uh, you know, any people who have to land the the little lunar rocket modules that Elon Musk is launching will most likely do so from a computer screen and sure. a joystick. Yeah. 6 hours a day. Oof. Uh, um, I also believe he was already under contract with a professional gaming thing during those times and so the, he had a little bit more so justification for yeah. Punching yeah. the clock. Got to go back to work. Answer to the man. So um uh I can't get away from this debate stuff. They keep coming across things I think interesting. CNN's really taken a beating from a lot of people. and I Good. The fact that their ratings were so low, do you blame it on CNN? I don't know. But that format of trying to pit them against each other was weird. Uh, and I like Jake Tapper in general. I'm reading from uh, In Styles website, whoever they are, whatever they do. Uh, at one point, they're talking about how Tapper was just trying to start fights, or CNN, all the hosts were. Um tried to nudge centrist Amy Klobuchar into attacking progressive Elizabeth Warren regarding their differences in Medicare for All by asking, is Senator Warren correct? Do you just lack the will to fight for it? I mean, that's what is that? Mm. That, that, is, that is just attacking your character. They, she attacked your character. What do you think of that? I mean, yeah. what, what is that for the viewer to try to figure out the positions? I don't, I don't think that worked well. And I must have missed this at some point. Bernie made a, a comment once trying, uh, pointing out that you're just trying to start fights between yeah. us, mm-hmm. which is pretty good. Yep. But I liked this line, which is what drew me to this. Um, high points included the uh, candidates talking about health care and immigration, blah, blah, blah. Elizabeth Warren, so I, I don't agree with this, but I thought it was funny. Elizabeth Warren so thoroughly roasted John Delaney that his Wikipedia page was instantly updated to Cause of death, Senator Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> I love the internet. <laughs> I find that funny. Oh, boy. I, don't, I don't agree that I, that's what happened. But. No. I saw uh, a takedown where it was similar. It was from the same exchange. Said it, It's strange that Delaney is so against socialism when he just allowed himself to get so publicly owned. Some, Ooh, something along those lines. Oh, that's pretty sophisticated yeah, humor there. Yeah. Bill, the military very barber. Troll. Bill, the military barber from King of the Hill, I think he should actually wear the tank top at the next debate. <laughs> the stained tank top. Can of beer in his hand. The vacant look. 
Hey, I hadn't been to. I've heard people talk about it. You know, I was thinking about this last night while I was yesterday while I was at the movie theater with my kids for Toy Story Four. The last time the I've terrifying, terrifying Toy Story Four. The last time I saw a grown-up motion picture in a movie theater is now a decade ago. Oh boy, it's been ten years since I've seen a movie that wasn't designed for kids. Roughly the age of your children. Coincidentally. Uh, coincidentally, exactly <laughs> the same amount of time I've been a parent. Yeah. And I re- realize that's not that uncommon. But um, Do you so remember I'm, what the movie was? Uh, yeah, There Will Be Blood. Oh, it's yeah. a good one. It was a very good movie. Mm-hmm. Last movie I saw in the theater. But um, uh, this is the first time I'd been to a theater that's got the super... C- cushy like you're sitting in a recliner chair. Oh, yeah. Oh, my oh, God. It's a major step forward, Jack. I would say. Welcome back. And I don't drink well, anymore. Well, they got but... the ones that'll bring you food and drink, too. Yeah, right? I don't drink anymore, but this place served beer if you want it and had a cafe and you could get a you know, a latte with a double cinnamon scoop of this or whatever and all mm. that sort of stuff. And I, I hadn't been to a theater like that yet, and it's, it's, it's appealing. Yeah, yeah. It's still, the prices are still. And, and even though, you know, the screen is bigger than I've got at home and all that sort of stuff, I don't know that the experience, the, the leap in, in, in experience is not what it used to be. If you get oh, oh, it. right. Which is what they're battling yeah, against. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Your description of the, uh, the fancy coffee drink reminds me. I'm doing this intermittent fasting thing where you just compress your eating into a, a, a much narrow window of time. You're now eating 45 minutes a day. That's right. And you but fast I take in 50,000 calories. You fast for 23 hours and 15 minutes. And then I attack the plate like a bear. I'm telling you, we could sell tickets to your feeding session. I, uh, I drink your milkshake. I'm not drinking anybody's milkshake. I drink it up. <laughs> I don't. Um, <laughs> but we got this. Judy and I are trying to work out how to do it most effectively and everything. And, and I'm up, you know, I get up at, at a little after four and then I generally go to bed a little after 10. I take a nap. But so it's tough to really compress your eating when you're up that long. But. So we got this tip from a listener that you have coffee with butter in it. Buttered that, coffee. Well, yeah, I, yeah, the suggestions thing. have included whipping cream, which is what I'm drinking in my coffee right now. That's what my wife puts it's, in her coffee every day. It has zero sugar in it. Zero. Yeah. So whipping cream, also butter, little butter coffee, which I haven't tried yet. And one listener whose name butter is coffee. Not, what's that taste like? I wonder. Have I, you tried? Has anybody tried it? I've heard from several people. It's really yummy. I'll do it's, it today. I guarantee I'll do it today. Well, you like coffee? You like butter? Please. Um, I'm going to stir it with a stick of bacon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but speaking though, you're close. Uh, of that, one of our listeners whose name escapes me, and I appreciate all the the pep talks and hints and stuff like that. Um, this guy puts some butter in and some coconut oil. And I brought that up with, uh, you know, oh, my gosh, coconut oil. And, and Judy happened to be heading off to the, the, the giant uh, warehouse store. And she thought, well, I want to help my, my husband do this. So uh, let's see. What was he talking about? Oh, yeah, unsalted butter and coconut oil. Unfortunately, the only, only uh, vessel you can buy there is an enormous amount of this jelly-looking coconut oil. I think I could lubricate the entire Union Pacific train line with this coconut stuff. And I told her, I'm not even sure I want to do that. I don't know if it's good for me or what. I just I just kind of said it. Smear it on okay. your chest like Tulsi Gabbard. <laughs> That's it. Maybe I'll use it as a moisturizer, a personal lubricant. I'll put it out in my garage for when I, you know, <laughs> you know, honey, put away the WD-40. I have coconut oil. 
<laughs> uh, but man, do I have a lot of it. If you need some, stop by my place. I'll scoop you some out. Oh, my. Uh, we're going to finish uh, finish this hour strong with a I whole bunch it. of different stuff. You <laughs> when I'm I'm a little compulsive with my honesty. I uh, big survey. When do men and women consider themselves fully adult? Okay, that's the results one. will fascinate you. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Andrew Yang compared himself to Donald Trump with this description. We need to do the opposite of much of what we're doing right now, and the opposite of Donald Trump is an Asian man who likes math. Unfortunately, another difference between Andrew Yang and Donald Trump is that people know who Donald Trump is. <laughs> Don't act like you know who Andrew Yang is. Yeah. Um, Man. yeah. I had a comment, but I don't want to go down that road. We don't need fat Englishmen insulting our politics. <laughs> More from that Wall Street Journal article that's getting so much attention about the state of the middle class. Some statistics that are amazing. I don't think we mentioned these already, but anyway, that on the way. No, we barely even touched on oh, it. Oh, I got a couple that are great. All right. All right. Uh, so they did a survey of a couple, two, three thousand American people asking them to pinpoint the age at which they felt they fully became a grown-up. And... Uh, women said, yeah, I officially was a grown-up at age 23. Really? Wow. Men at 26. Huh, I wonder what they mean by that. Yeah, well, they get into that, actually. Um, When asked what's considered to be the favorite age to experience in life, the average millennial wishes they could be 23 for the rest of their life, whereas baby boomers said 32. Yeah. you know, come on. I would pick older than 23 at at this point in my life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, what? I, as always, though, I have a hundred questions. Do you just mean physically, or do you mean like with my? I think the whole that package. amount of the whole package, that amount of income and health well, and relationships. I was leaving income out of, but just like ability to navigate the world. How about that? So physically and mentally and emotionally. No physically, way mentally, I'd go emotionally. At 23. Oh no, hell no. 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 I I might go forty. I still felt great physically and emotionally, mentally I was dialed in in a way that I wasn't in twenties and thirties. I just had a flash to my fortieth birthday party. Yeah, things were going pretty well. Anyway, uh the study two thousand adults put on by Zabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabad
you know, biologically designed for. It's just ah. it's just when we get to reproductive age, which ah. is way earlier than the, the numbers you're throwing it's around. It's way earlier than it used to be, too, which is yeah. odd. But, um, you know, Jack, I underestimated you. That course disgusting, unnecessary point you made was actually pretty insane. Well, it's pretty interesting, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Turns out having a budget is the number one sign someone's wow. reached adulthood. They're That's controlling their spending. That's pretty good. We'll get there any day. <laughs> 55% noting that keeping track of their finances signifies an adult life. Um, after having budget, uh, the rest of the top ten buying a house. Um. Well, you know, they just asked, uh, you know, I wouldn't take this real seriously, but f- filing your own taxes. Buying a house might have a lot to do with having a budget. I think that those probably go together a fair amount. But the I whole, would just say having your own place. Really. Yeah, the, the whole buying a house thing, I think, may be overrated. <laughs> I mean, just in, in general. There, yeah. there are advantages, but there are disadvantages. Sure, and yeah. It's just, yeah. Understanding and monitoring your credit score, investing in your own 401k, doing your own laundry, doing your own laundry, scheduling regular doctor's appointments, that sort of thing. Making a list before you go to the grocery store. Scheduling your doctor's appointments? Mom! Who's taking care of you? How long? Doing your laundry and scheduling your doctor's appointments? Grow up! See, I've been doing that since I was 18, certainly. I never make a list when I go to the grocery store. Yeah. No, I don't either. Grow up, son. No. Make no. yourself a list. No. Food, drink. <laughs> That's a start. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. China has banned television shows that are too entertaining. <laughs> That's in quotes. Too entertaining. Well, I can recommend quite a few that would pass muster. <laughs> if the government yeah. declares you too entertaining, based on whatever their criteria is, that entertainment is too good. Yeah. And okay. Wow. Interesting country. Welcome China. to China. Yeah. yeah. I've been reading a little more about the whole bizarro wackadoo uh, curriculum that Cal Unicorni is trying to introduce into their schools. And the digger, or the deeper you dig, the more troubling it is. But you know, we'll we'll be on that for quite some time. Uh, maybe we get back to it today. Maybe not. But we won't forget. Studying our herkstery. That's oh. an actual word. That's that's used in there like we all know what that is. No, it's <laughs> really <not>. herkstery. <laughs> uh, news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, I got to tell you, President Trump was on a roll last night. He came out swinging at his rally in Ohio, going after the inner city decay. He is laying at the feet of the Democrats. For decades, these communities have been run exclusively by Democrat politicians. And it's been total one-party control of the inner cities. For a hundred years, it's been one-party control. And look at them. We can name one after another, but I won't do that. Go ahead. Because I don't want to be controversial. We want no controversy. (laughs) That's hilarious. So why is he doing that? Um, Donald Trump has uh, slash is doing better among Hispanics than blacks than previous Republican candidates have done in polling. Mm -hmm. And there is math that shows if he shaved off just like 10% of that black vote to his side, he's completely unbeatable. Wow. It doesn't take much because 
uh, Democrats have been able to count on almost 100% of the black vote. Right. Again and again and again and again. Right. In spite of it all. Right. In my opinion, I won't bore you with my regular screed on that topic, but I will tell you this. But if Trump makes tiny inroads into that, he's almost unbeatable. The reason Donald J. won is that so many Republicans said, yeah, we've heard all of this before. Smart, mainstream, acceptable Republicans. We're not buying it anymore. So, yeah, you would think at some point, black America, to the extent that, you know, such a thing exists, I hate grouping people, but um, would say, you know, these policies we've been pitched now for the better part of a century, they don't work. They suck. They've made us miserable. Perhaps we'll try something different. So, you know, it's, it's not inconceivable. And during the rally, the president also took aim at the way Democrats are not handling another huge problem. Nearly half of all the homeless people living in the streets in America happen to live in the state of California. What they are doing to our beautiful California is a disgrace to our country. It's a shame. The world is looking at it. Look at Los Angeles with the tents and the horrible, horrible, disgusting conditions. That's good stuff. We should have been playing that hourly. On another front. China has threatened retaliation if President Trump goes ahead with his planned tariff hikes on Chinese goods. Trump stepping up a dispute over Beijing's trade surplus and technology ambitions by announcing 10% tariffs effective September 1st on $300 billion of Chinese imports. The Commerce Ministry said Beijing would be forced to take unspecified necessary countermeasures if this happens, you know, the one thing they said uh, that was obviously, you know, a threat, they said, we're studying ways to disengage from the United States economy. We're thinking perhaps that's a better road forward for China. We just won't, uh, we won't sell to you. That's fine. We won't buy from you either. Hmm. 1.8 million people, billion people. Hmm. So former, the posturing continues. Former Secretary of the Treasury, who did I see this? Yeah, Paul, Hank Paulson. Who said he's concerned about a uh, like an economic, uh, intellectual iron curtain going up, similar to what we had during the Cold War, where we do just separate as two, the two giant. I mean, we, we we really are the only things that matter economies on the planet, but with different computing systems and different scientists and different you know our own things going, yeah, and our own economies and countries either get on this side or that side, right. Almost exclusively. That's as likely as not. Yeah. And with all this back and forth going on today, let's go ahead and get a one-word market report from Positive Sean. Uh, the market's uh, market's scared. Market's scared. Yeah. Scared. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't know what's going on. It's like, hey, hey, what about... That's many words. What? Stop it. Oh, that's right. Scared's a good one, though. I broke the yeah. rules. Sure yes. is. Well, hey, there's only one rule. It's in the name. <laughs> The FBI believes Amazon drivers could be part of a theft ring involving millions of dollars worth of packaged goods. The FBI said in the past six years, the theft's ringleader received at least $10 million by selling items stolen on Amazon. A search warrant affidavit unsealed in Seattle says Amazon delivery drivers were involved in the scheme. Investigators say storefront businesses posing as pawn shops bought the goods from shoplifters, and then resold them online as well. All part of a stolen goods ring. And one last note, Apple is putting a hold on a program that lets contractors listen to queries from people using Siri. 
The program helped contractors grade the digital assistance responses, but it also let them listen to some very personal conversations and other activities. Apple said it's suspending Siri grading globally while the company conducts a thorough review of how they've been using the subcontractors. There's another story where the Google Assistant, uh, you know, they they let contractors hear all those tapes for similar reasons to help guide their uh, artificial intelligence voice processing. Correct. Well, somebody within that organization leaked hours and hours and hours to, I think it was a Dutch broadcaster or Belgian or something. They're getting glee playing the tapes of people's private moments. And Google said, well, no, it's uh, oh, they only tape when uh, the person uh, invokes right. that, uh, causes that to happen. But listening to the tapes, it made it infinitely clear. People had no idea they were right. being recorded. Yeah. Is that surprising to anybody? No. 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 There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm starting a giddy show, that conscience of the nation. I don't know why I just remembered this. It happened the other day. My son and I were at a sandwich shop that had a big screen TV on, and they had ESPN two on or something. And they had pro bowling on, and I had not, oh. se- I had not seen pro bowling. Son, boiling. sit down. Televised excitement. <laughs> well, they're <laughs> yes. certainly trying. So I hadn't seen pro bowling in many, many decades. And they, they, they are doing now in pro bowling what everything is because everybody's decided this is how you got to get eyes and ears. Pro bowling used to be. Bunch of old guys, quiet, boring, polyester slacks, bowling. But now everybody's got a wacky nickname, and they do a big deal when they introduce the team, and everybody's got a nickname and a pose, and they jump around and high five and make <laughs> gestures. Yes. And if you get a strike, you just spin around and do it. You got a thing you do, and yeah, every, your signature move. Every single person, <laughs> I call them the Pinnator. <laughs> Wow. Everything has got to yeah. be so over the top to try to break through, including flipping pro bowling yeah, now, yeah. apparently. I know. The it fact was... that it lives on is <laughs> is really testament to the human spirit. Oh, yeah. It opened in a black bowling alley with just a spotlight, and they'd say the name, and he'd come out, <laughs> and just jumping around. Nice. He's bowling wow. weirdos. That's great. That's great. Oh, I, thought, I found it so amusing. Oh, wow. That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, I then, remember pro bowling. I think it was Sunday mornings or something. Get home from church, and I was waiting for the Bears game to start growing up in Chicago land there. First, though, I'd have to finish the damn bowling, so I'd sit there and watch it. <laughs> There's a bit of a bowling renaissance happening from particularly uh, Lebowski fans as oh, they get into right. kind of, you know, their, their 30s and stuff. Hey, let's let's join a bowling league. So there's a bit of a It's a, fun. A you drink beer, thing, yeah. you hang yeah. out, you meet people. It's a, sure. yeah, it's a good it's a good Maybe get a turkey. That's three strikes in a row. Talk. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, he knows. Bowling. <laughs> Bowling is uh, one of those many things that I'm as good at it right now as I was when I was eight. Right? It wouldn't matter if I bowled all week or never bowled again for 20 years. I've said it before. 10-year-old Joe, 25-year-old Joe, and present Joe would tie. <laughs> and at one point, I, have tr- I tried very hard to get better at bowling. Zero progress. But that's true for bowling, darts, Pool, all kinds of different than those sports. Probably so. Where, where I, I, was, I was as good at 11 as I was at 41. <laughs> I just hate the shoes, though. Something about the shoes oh, just bug me. I, oh. I, I like to put on a moist pair of another man's shoes. <laughs> oh, boy. On a hot day. That sets a scene. Yeah. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty.
Armstrong and Getty Show. What's up? So, a Wall Street Journal out with uh, an article today that's getting quite a bit of attention. We probably should have talked about it more, about the, the state of the middle class over the years. <clears throat> and we hit on some of the numbers. Um, but So, for the last 30 years, household income has increased only 40%. Medium, house, medium household income has increased 40% over the last 30 years. Housing has gone up 290% in that amount of time. Um, That's an issue. That's incredible. It's astounding. So the income went up 14%. Housing prices 290%. Tuition at public four-year colleges 311%. Wow. A lot of things would have to get squeezed out, obviously. Right. If you're, if you're a couple in uh, 1990... Versus a couple in 2017, you're looking at a different life with the with the same you know with the same income. Freakonomicsy question: um, What is the house we're discussing? Has the well? I know the answer to this. Um, the size of the median house has also skyrocketed. So if the cost per foot remained fairly constant, I sure you'd would like see to know a giant that. increase in house prices. I'm, I happen to know the cost per foot has increased. But um, not that much, has it? Or no, has it? I don't know. No. Uh, average house size from... What, what year are we comparing to? Over 30 years. Over 30, 30 years. years. Okay. Um, yeah, I know average house sizes has skyrocketed. Are people just choosing that? Well, you don't... I for their expenditures. It's well, not, it's probably it's, half and half. It's not true to say you have no choice. But if you go into any of the new developments, all the houses are exactly the same. And... You know, 2,500 square feet is the norm among all those houses and those big developments mm-hmm. when, you know, if you're over a certain age, you grow up in a house half that size for whatever reason. Yeah. I mean, you still have a choice, but that's the houses that are out there for whatever reason. Well, yeah, you might, if you want a smaller house, you think, I don't need that. I like a cozy place like I grew up in. You might end up in a nasty hood. Mm. So, yeah, you have a choice, kind of. We we moved into a much smaller house. We were in a, uh, a a pretty large house, and we moved into a smaller house that's closer to the size that we both grew up in. And it's got its you know, <laughs> there, there are some upsides to having more space for your stuff. Yeah, but there is a there is a. I just remember it from my childhood. There is a uh, there is there's something about your rooms being so close together and the bathroom right there and everything. There's a lot more of. That kind of interaction that I really like. Yeah. That didn't exist when we were in the bigger house where we're just, we could be so spread out. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, everything's a trade off, but, but that's a, a different topic. Um, that's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing. That whole wages thing. Yeah. What are most people's expl- explanations for all that? I don't know. I'd the, have to the, ask most the, people the fla- and who has the time. Well, you're economists, oh. smart people. The flattening of the world. Boy, I'd have to think about that. There, there are a lot of things going on there, as Look you know. Look at the, the rate and change of how much more a CEO made than the average employee of his company over that same time, and I bet you would be Listen similar. to the Marxist. Well, okay, you're right. I've, I've, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I've always agreed with that one. I, I don't get why. Well, I do, I do have some idea why that gets, because of uh, trading around of who's in charge with right. the board of directors and all that sort of stuff. But um, 
so these are all such different topics. So you got that. You got the college tuition thing. It's just it's its own thing. Oh, completely. Right. Yeah. You. Yeah. You have to separate them out. Even though it's roughly the same percentage, you can't lump it in with houses because it's just a completely different thing. And you, you don't need to go to college. You need a place to live. Not according to a bunch of people outside this building right now. Touche. <laughs> 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 Touche indeed. Well, then. All I need is a place to urinate. You know, we were talking about... And that place right there looks fine. (laughs) It's like here. George Carlin's old bit on stuff. Like, without all this stuff, you can just walk around all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking at this other uh, piece that we discussed briefly that um, consumer debt is skyrocketing along with student debt, auto debt, um, unsecured personal loans, and mortgages, every form of debt is rising as people are going further into debt to stay in what they perceive as the middle class, to live the lifestyle that they feel like they should or must live, which is really amazing. Uh, you know, speaking of topics that would take many, many weeks to fully you know, tease out, how does a society go from spend as you go to over-leveraged and getting worse all based on, well, I want to live like this. I'll figure it out down the road. I mean, it's like the federal government, I guess. Except you don't get to print money. If you do, the Secret Service will come and put you in handcuffs. It wasn't that it's only long if you're ago. bad at it. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago in the overall scope of things that, that people would attempt to not have a car payment. Right. Then over decades, it became just an assumption. Oh, yeah, this is how much you allot per month to drive a car. Right. And if you get to the end of your payments, you get another car payment with a new car. Right. It's just, you know, it's, it becomes a cultural thing. Right. Which gets back to our previous discussion about take a look at everything you do and why you do it and figure out whether that's what you want to be doing. Are you just doing it because society around you seems to be doing that? And if so, cut it out. <laughs> Cut it out, Joe. Be, be independent. It, look, if you want to be a sheep, be a sheep, but at least be a big, brawny, self-determining sheep. You know, don't just go with the herd because the herd's doing it. Figure out what will make you happy. Spend a, a little time today thinking about that, huh? I'm telling you, boss. Got a couple of wise guys on our hands. Some real tough nuts to crack. Oh, the Armstrong and Getty over here. Hey, Rocco, give them the final thoughts. What are you gonna do? Uh, I think he should have cut that after the, the phrase final thoughts. It goes on too long. Uh, editing. Here's, so your, here's your host, Joe Getty. So very important. Well, let's get a final thought from everybody. There he is. It's Michelangelo in the control room. Michael? You know when you become an adult is when you start paying for stuff that isn't fun, like your first oil change or your car repairs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. Oh, well, and Joe, I can take that uh, coconut oil if you're not going to use it. What are you going to do with it? Yeah, that's a good one, though. The idea of spending money, on, coconuts? spending money on things that give you no pleasure. Like new tires. Right. Durr. Marshall Phillips, your final thoughts. Well, i got to tell you, after all this talk about rising debt, I am pleased to report that yesterday I paid off my last credit card. Congratulations. I have no credit card. That's the way to do it. Gambling winnings. That's the way to do it. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> Positive Sean, final thought for us? Yeah, just to follow up on that question, I, I fully embrace the live within your means uh, doctrine, but it's difficult when I go to look for houses to live at. They don't ask me to verify my budget. They ask me to verify my income. Mm. At some point, i got to get paid or people. Well, not me. I didn't mean to make it a me thing. 
just talking right. about the, right. it's all about you it is uh, it is i'm a yeah. selfish millennial jack final thought so i went to toy story Four. i'm just telling you if you haven't seen it an uncredited producer clearly is Quentin Tarantino or Martin Scorsese or somebody because there's a dark side to the new Toy Story. <laughs> we'll have your kids screaming in the middle of the night. They didn't have to cut off Woody's ear. <laughs> I've been Woody. waiting for you, Woody. Oh, I mean, it, they do chop him up. Some goons chop him up. Oh, what? spoiler alert. <laughs> Dismemberment alert. Uh, my final thought is if you've made a major life change, you thought this rat race is not healthy. I'm going to change it up. I think others might be inspired by your story. Why don't you email it to us? Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com, and we'll uh, share those with the folks. There's a scene where Woody from Toy Story resigns himself that he's going to have to allow to be tortured to help his friends. And it has exactly that sort of feeling, just like in a serious movie. Um, it's too much it's weird we'll see you monday god bless america well kids that's all the time we have for today i'd like to thank sideshow mel corporal punishment tina ballerina oh and from not planning miss donna mills oh she was a sport we've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun now the time has come to go if this still cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow i'd be in heaven still doing this show see you some other time (laughs) (sighs) armstrong and getty